Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I chat to accredited practicing dietitian Claire Wolski about poo. What's healthy? How often should you poop? And when should you start to treat constipation? Welcome back to the Daily Dollop podcast, everybody. My name is Kate Freeman, and I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic. And fun fact about me is that I used to have a blog post on my Kate Freeman nutritionist blog many, many moons ago, and it was called Eight Non-Laxative Ways to Get the Bowels Moving. And it was my most popular article on my blog. People would Google constipation and find this particular article. And it turns out after doing some research on constipation that some British medical journal studies found that 25% of the Western population is constipated. So that's a lot of backed up people just walking around. But joining me to talk about poo and constipation is colleague Claire Wolski. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Friend of the show. Yeah. Very good friend of the show. Very good friend. So she is an accredited practicing dietitian from the Healthy Eating Clinic, gut health expert on my team. We talk about poo frequently in this job. All day. Yeah, (laughs) Claire does all day. (laughs) Absolutely in her job. So she was the perfect person to get on to this Ask Me Anything episode. So not only is this a guest episode with Claire, but I've got her on to help me answer a question about poo. But randomly, I would like a fun fact from you, please, Claire. (laughs) Okay. um, So... You did give me a a wee bit of warning, so I did think of one. Great. And well, when I was younger, and I still today, I have a very sweet tooth, but my siblings and my parents will remember when I was probably about anywhere from four to probably seven or eight, that sweet tooth meant that I would often go into the pantry um, and take the sugar bowl that was used for tea and coffee and sugar and just have scoops of Sugar <laughs> just, and just eat them. Just off eat the spoon. it straight from the bowl. And then I put it back and think, oh no, nobody will know. But they would pick up the spoon and there would be sugar residue left on the spoon because I'd put it back in wet and not yeah. really thought it through. I love it. So I was a bit of a sugar bandit as a child. I love it. Mm. I've actually caught my kids in the pantry in the brown sugar Tupperware. Oh yeah. Brown sugar is a superior one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a caramelization. Anyway, yes, it's a good one. I'm pretty sure most kids have done it. Actually, I remember at church the little sachets oh, yeah. being at the instant coffee table where the adults come Sneak make Sneak a few of those. Yeah. yeah. Just like down those bad boys behind the back row. Yeah. But I think my family all find it very ironic that I became a dietitian <laughs> as a after that. I love it. Such a good fun fact. If you have a stealing sugar story, I'd like to hear it. Please Mm. hit me up on social. But also, if you'd like to ask a question and have me answer it on the show, or Claire, actually, Mm. because she's available, or any of my other amazing team members, all you have to do is direct message me via Facebook or Instagram, tap that microphone and just record your message, easy peasy, ask away. And there is no such thing as a silly question. But let's get stuck into today's question. 
Hi, Kate. Um, may I just say, still doing an amazing job on the podcast. Have to date listened to every episode. Um, and I just had a weird question, um, and it's only because I'm one of those people that just has <laughs> no filter. Is it by any chance as a nutritionist that you talk about what comes out the other end and not just about what goes in because um, like what would be a healthy poop? One of my friends thinks that you should poop after every meal. Other friends think that you just do one poop a day Um, or when should you treat constipation? Like is it after you haven't pooped for one day? Um, And I don't know, I just think it'll be a really interesting one because it doesn't generally come up as a conversation to people. Just thought I'd ask. Thanks. Bye. Amazing. What a question. What's a healthy poop? Should you poop after every meal? Should you poop once a day? When should you start treating constipation when you haven't pooped for a day? And the best part of that question that I do like, which Claire loves as well, actually, is the fact that she was like, is this something that you talk about as a nutritionist? (laughs) Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Claire, you do in particular talk about poo frequently. Yeah, quite a bit. And I also love when people come in and um, they're often a bit cautious about being about talking about it and getting graphic about their poos and their bowel movements and consistency and all that. But that's the sort of information that I want to know. I want to know how often, what's the consistency like? Are you sitting there for ages? Um, are you getting discomfort beforehand? Like all the details, get yeah. as graphic as you can. Love it. Mm. Excellent. So let's talk about this. The first uh, part of this question, like what is a healthy poop? Can our poo tell us about our health, really? Yeah, it can be a really great insight into what's going on internally and how our body's functioning, which is why I always think it's really great to have a look. Like I think a lot of people are like, oh, no, I don't know. I don't look. Have a look. It's a really, really interesting process that our body does. Everybody does it. Um, And some of the things that we can gauge from our poo is um, how quickly things are moving through your gastrointestinal tract. So if you're having a very loose bowel movement, that means it's moving through the large intestine quite quickly and you haven't got as much time to absorb water. Mm -hmm. It can be an indicator of how hydrated we are. So if you're finding you are having a bowel movement that's really dry or hard or difficult to pass, you're having to strain a long time, that's a sign that we're not getting enough fluids coming in or that the balance of our fibre is a bit off. But even like keeping an eye out for things like blood in the stool, mucus in the stool, those can all be indicators that something's, something's happening internally and it's great to be able to take that information to a health professional. So can you describe to me in all its glory and detail <laughs> what a, a healthy poo consistency should be? Cool. Yeah. Well, I knew this question was going to come up. So I actually <laughs> brought the Bristol stool chart with me. I love it. I wanted to get the language right. Yeah. Um, so it, a healthy bowel movement or healthy poo can actually vary quite a lot in consistency. So often we hear people talk about, oh, I need to have, you know, just one solid movement once a day, but the variability is is huge. So okay. generally we find that um, anywhere between a type two to up to a type five is still quite healthy. So a type two is like where you've got a sausage shape but lumpy yeah so there's like cracks in it and it's a bit kind of lumpy along the way it might be a bit more difficult to pass um then type three which is also quite healthy is like a sausage but with some cracks along the side a type four is like a sausage or a snake but it's quite smooth and maybe quite soft and squishy might leave a little bit more residue behind Mm -hmm. and then you've got skitties (laughs) 
fun times. <laughs> and then you've got like um, soft blobs with like clear cut edges. It's not a fully formed movement, but they're all still together. Um, so any any variation within that is all still within a healthy bowel movement. And even if you do have something that on occasion is a bit more towards the constipated end, so like small little lumps, little pellets that come out, which mm. we tend to sort of say is a bit more constipated, that on occasion is not problematic. Yeah. Similarly, if you have a bowel movement where it's like fluffy pieces, not a fully formed movement, on occasion, that's not necessarily problematic. It might be that you just had something to eat that was a little bit more irritating in the gut and things moved through a lot quicker. Mm. Thank you very much, chilli. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so those sorts of things that might affect the consistency of the stool. But it's not that's not necessarily an indicator that something's wrong. Mm. What's more indicative is if you're getting that regularly and without a clear explanation. I see. And I think it's probably an unrealistic expectation to expect the consistency of your poo to be the same every day considering the huge variety of our diet that's it of yeah. what's going in as well so being mindful of that okay cool so we've talked about good poo consistency mm. let's talk about frequency mm. so the question part of the question was you know she has a friend who thinks you should go after every meal mm. and potentially that, that happens for quite, people. That can be quite healthy. So the range yeah. for the um, like a healthy bowel movement regularity can be anywhere between like three or four times a day to three times a week. Right. So it's very, very variable what yeah. constitutes a healthy regular bowel movement. What's most important is what's regular for you. Right. So if you usually like your routine is to have like one bowel movement a day in the morning when you wake up after a coffee. That's me. That's me too. Um, and <laughs> then you find that on one day or you go several days without a bowel movement, that would be unusual for you. So that would look more like constipation. But right. if you more regularly have three bowel movements a day or three or four bowel movements a day and it starts to move to one and then become really difficult to pass, so mm. I think that comfortability is the most important thing. Yes. Um, that's probably an indicator that things are slowing down a bit. So it's hugely variable and mm. um, very much about what is usual for you. Right. And so what if usual for you is unhealthy? And so the reason I'm asking this question mm. is I remember many, many years ago when I was at university in my undergrad, I used to babysit for this family who would come up to Canberra for a conference and it turns out they were part of this multi-level marketing and they'd come and do their like hype up conference mm -hmm. and I used to look after their baby and I would look after every six months from the age of six months and the last time I looked after this um, little girl was when she was two and a half so I saw her grow up a little bit and the very last babysitting session for the weekend her mum says to me oh she's toilet trained now like since you last looked after her and I was like oh good on her she goes, she's due to poo. She only poos once a week and it takes her a good hour, hour and a half on the toilet. She makes a lot of noise. Sometimes she seems like she's in pain, but she doesn't want you to go into the bathroom. So stay away from her. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And sure enough, this little kid is like groaning in the bathroom, yelled at me when I tried to come and see if she was okay. Yeah. Tell me about that. Like, is there a, a, a time when you sort of have this cr chronic constipation or chronic diarrhea. So that's normal for you, but it's not healthy. That's right. Yes. And I think what is a really good highlighter in that story is the discomfort. Yes. So right. The fact that um, if you 
like ideally when you're going to the bathroom, whether it is a third time, like once, sorry, three times in a week or three times in a day, yeah, you want to be able to go sit down, have the movement happen reasonably quickly, so within probably five or ten minutes, yep. um, and that you do feel fully evacuated afterwards and yep. that you're not having to strain or experience ab- like really bad abdominal cramping and discomfort. So if what's usual for you is you're getting a lot of like really unpleasant sensations around going to the bow- going to the toilet for a poo, mm. that's probably a bit of an indicator. Right. So constipation really isn't just about frequency. In fact, there's a bit more of a diagnostic criteria. Yes. Is there a bit more information that you can sort of fluff out for when you would say to someone, yes, you're constipated? Yeah. So do, usually the, the like clinical markers of, yep, you're constipated are that you're straining during a poo more than 25% of the time, Mm -hmm. that you're having a small hard poo more than 25% of the time. Right. If you're having, like you you feel like you need to pass um, a poo but you can't. Um, And then if you're going to the toilet less than three times a week is usually a pretty good indicator. Mm. Yeah, awesome. I'm going to pop the article that Claire wrote. Did you write that article? Yeah, I did. It's called Constipation, Not Giving a... Fill the blanks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to post the link to that article in the show notes so you can go and read, which answers your question about, you know, how do I know I'm constipated and which really leads into the last sort of part of this session, which is when should I start to treat it? Mm. Um, what would you say in terms of starting to treat constipation? Do we wait till it just goes away or should we sort of be proactively doing something? I kind of think the sooner the better because the things that we look at doing to treat constipation for long-term avoidance of constipation are usually quite beneficial for your health anyway. Yeah. So what we want to do to make sure we're avoiding constipation is upping your fluid intake Mm -hmm. and making Mm -hmm. sure that there's enough water for all of that fibre to bind to. The other is making sure you're getting enough fibre and that's really synonymous with lots of fruits, lots of vegetables, whole grains, nuts and seeds, which we know are helpful for health across the board. Yeah. And so, yeah, those those sorts of things where you might start to concentrate on upping your fruit and upping your fluid or starting to get a gauge of how much fibre you're having, mm. those things are, are quite beneficial and the sooner the better. Yeah, yeah, yeah great. And that would be the best thing to do first is actually work on dietary strategies before say heading to laxatives or other fiber supplements yes i'd probably say particularly if you're experiencing mild constipation so that difficulty passing a movement 25 percent of the time or you're going a few days without a bowel movement and it's difficult to pass when you do Mm. that's a great time to start using fluid and fiber to up things it's when we leave it and then things can get worse and worse and worse and you can end up going a week without a bowel movement mm. that you might need to um, speak to your doctor about the use of laxatives or the use of yep. um, suppositories and those sorts of things. Yeah, so not something you want to sort of be diagnosing and sorting out yourself? I think can easily become reliant on laxatives that each time we become blocked up you're then reaching right. for a laxative to, to treat that mm. when we're not then addressing the underlying reason for why we're getting constipated. So I I would probably recommend increase your fruit, increase your vegetables, drink more water. Yeah. um, And then if you're feeling uncertain or the constipation isn't resolving, either talk to a GP or or come and chat to a dietitian. Love that. Mm. Excellent. I used to put together a do a poo smoothie for 
some clients, which was just a nice way of like getting some fruit, veg and fluid in. But we sort of focused on those particular fruits and veggies and fluids that we know have that type of fibre, like kiwi fruit. Yeah. Um, put some prune juice in there. It's a bit of fructose and yep. <laughs> soluble fibre in there, right? And yeah, guess I'm moving. <laughs> I remember taking that when I was after having a baby, a little bit blocked up with the hormones there. So yeah, your dried fruits, dates, prunes can be really helpful. Yeah, Love it. So, so good. Well, thank you for your wisdom about poo on the show Don't today, Claire. Amazing. As always, love it. Um, again, have a great day, team. Um, if you want the do a poo smoothie, let me know. I'll, um, I'll share that one as well. Catch you next time. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode. Yeah.